Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. And in fact, this Tuesday, this Thursday, well, today, this Thursday, and next Tuesday, we're going to do nothing but fun cars. And what that specifically means is a sports car a supercar, and a hypercar. And I'm doing that because the industry is kind of getting a little dull at the moment with all the electric cars. It's kind of depressing. So I thought, you know what? Let's do nothing but fun, fast cars because that's, I imagine, what most of you want to hear right now. Although some of you may want to hear electric cars because you're actually prospective buyers, in which case we will get to those in due time. But for today, we are going to be diving into Bugatti's new $3.9 million Chiron Supersport. It is effectively an SS300+, plus, but with all the luxury back in it. So let's dive in. I don't think this is going to be... It's not a particularly long article, but I wasn't expecting Bugatti to do this. So I'm really, really interested to see what what legitimately sets this apart from the SS300+, plus outside of the luxury. So let's get into it. Bugatti blew our collective minds back in 2019 when it smashed the 300-mile-per-hour production barrier... Yeah, 300 mile per hour production barrier for production cars with the 304.77 mile per hour or 490.48 kilometers per hour Chiron Supersport 300 plus. That was two years ago. I thought that was last year because it felt like last year. Oh God, where's the time gone? Jesus. But much like the handling focused Chiron Purse Sport that arrived in 2020 to prove that Bugattis could do more than go fast in a straight line, the 300 plus gave up. Gave up a big dollop of luxury and refinement of Bugatti-ness, if you like, to deliver that headline-grabbing top speed. So, what if you desire the perform the power and performance of the Supersport 300 Plus, but don't want to compromise on the luxury features present on a regular Chiron? That's where the new Supersport comes in. In essence, the Supersport promises the best of both worlds: physics-defined performance, but without giving away anything in terms of comfort. If that sounds like an enticing blend, you're going to need 3.2 million euros or 3.9 million dollars plus taxes to grab one of the 60 Bugatti will build. That makes the Supersport twice as numerous as the three as the 300 plus. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote numerous, which appears to donate its slippery bodywork, including the extended tail section that helps generate enough downforce that the Bugatti can retract the multiple position rear wing in top speed mode and still have adequate stability. Bugatti EB110-inspired circular vents in the front fenders and twin exhaust tailpipes, again inspired by the 1990 supercar, are carried over from the 300+, plus, while, the, while the five Y-spoke aluminum wheels are exclusive to the Supersport. They do look pretty cool, though. They don't look bad, but we go for the optional magnesium rims from the Persport. Moving to the interior, instead of the sporty Alcantara found in the 300+, plus and Persport, you get leather, polished aluminum, and luxury suitable for high-speed continental trips, says Bugatti. You might notice that the 300+, plus bit is missing from the name this time around, and with good reason. The Supersport might be packing the same 1,578 horsepower, or 1,600 PS, and 1,180 pound-feet of torque version of Bugatti's quad-turbo W16 as the record-breaker, rather than the 1,480 horsepower, or 1,500 PS, and 1,180 pound-feet of torque of the regular Chiron. But this time top speed has been electronically limited to 273 miles per hour, or 440 kilometers per hour, in the interest of safety and homologation. I imagine a little bit of that has to do with the extra weight adding, adding extra strain to the tires, and 
because of that, it might not be safe. I mean, it probably isn't safe at all to go up to 300 miles per hour, but it might not even be that safe to get up to three or to get up to 290. I do think it's a little lame that they limited it to 273, but again, that might be roughly as fast as this thing can go safely given the current rubber and the additional weight. But aside from potentially losing you a top speed bragging war with a Koenigsegg-Agera owner in the country club bar, that reduction in top speed doesn't make the Supersport less of a car. In fact, it likely, it likely makes it much more enjoyable to drive because free from the need to make this year on safe and stable at over 300 miles per hour, Bugatti's engineers have been able to concentrate on making the tires and suspension work at real world speeds. You know, like up to a mere 273 miles per hour. You know, the, the walking pace of 273 miles per hour. And you still get a whole load more straight line performance than a regular Chiron thanks to the extra engine muscle. Bugatti says the Super Sport gets to 200 kilometers per hour or 124 miles per hour in 5.8 seconds and 300 kilometers per hour or 186 miles per hour in 12.1 seconds. That compares with 6.1 seconds and 13.1 seconds for the stock Chiron which also needs 32.6 seconds to reach 400 kilometers per hour or 249 miles per hour, where the Supersport is 7% faster, says Bugatti. Impressive numbers, certainly, but let's not forget the Rimax C2 Nevera can hit 186 miles per hour from rest in 9.3 seconds. Still, we don't think, we don't think that will stop 60 incredibly rich men and women from opening their wallets to experience the Supersport. If we're lucky enough to get behind the wheel, you'll be the first to know. And now you're probably wondering if it looks any different. Outside of the color scheme and the wheels? No. Not from the exterior, anyway. In fact, although, with that said, I am not complaining. This thing looks epic. It is kind of understated in a Bugatti kind of way, but it's sort of like... it. It's subtly unhinged, right? It's not like a Viper ACR or, or a Aston Martin Vulcan or... A Koenigsegg Yesco, it's not like that. It's classier, but still terrifying. It's a... Oh, what would be a good movie character kind of example? What was the James Bond villain in Casino Royale? It's kind of like that. Not big and over the top, but that kind of creepy. But I like it. I like it a lot. Though, to be fair, I like the 300 SS Plus. So that's... I suppose that's not necessarily saying much, but yeah. I think this thing looks epic, and I'm glad we have the more aggressive front bumper on here too, because... I kind of think all the Chiron should come with it because it looks fantastic, but whatever. Let's see if I can find an interior shot because I'm not seeing one right now. Uh, okay, looks like standard Chiron. You know, to be honest with you, I haven't actually seen the 300 Plus's interior. So I don't know how big a difference it is. And to be honest, I feel like Bugatti not making a luxurious interior is not saying much. Like... What I'm getting at is, not luxurious for Bugatti, would still be luxurious for anyone else. Like, it's not saying that much. But if it is that different, then hey, great combination of incredible top speed and performance, but with a really, really nice interior. Anyway, though, I hope you all enjoyed. Like I said, it's going to be short. There's just not that much information on this car right now. If you did enjoy, please make sure to like like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, I really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem, not a problem, sorry. Boot up wherever you get your podcast, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time.
Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, you'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now, it's time to close. You've just listened to me! Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.